What's in your story bag is a podcast where I, your host Rituparna, help people sort their story bags. Not the holiday bag, the laptop bag, the school bag, the tote, the duffel or the knapsack. Just the invisible bag of stories you carry through your life. I believe that every story must be told and shared with listeners. You never know who needs it. So sit back and listen. You never know when a story will trigger one from you. So what does a storyteller do? Why would anyone hire a storyteller? Storytelling is a profession? Really? I have had my share of answering to these and many such questions. Explaining to people what I do is actually an opportunity to talk to them about who I am and what I do. But then, when I heard what my friend Gayatri Gandhi does for a living, I was bowled over. Gayatri Gandhi manufactures joy for her customers in their homes using the tools from her joy factory. She is India's first KonMari consultant and Joy Factory is her clutter management company. This week, I caught up with her in an attempt to understand how can one manufacture joy. And I realized that at these times, we could all do with some joy. Gayatri, it's been uh, what uh, a little more than 15 years that that we are talking and we are uh, having a chat. This life has uh, meandered us and taken us in different places. Uh, so tell me what happened after college, what happened after SOC? I know you went into television. So what was life like then? So I think, uh, yeah, like, I think like all of us, like young, you know, enthusiastic people wanted to get into the media space at that time. And uh, fortunately for me, I got into Discovery Channel. So it seemed like uh, the dream job. And it was also, I wouldn't deny. I uh, did a very good profile over there. I was in programming. Then I could travel a lot at that point in time. Went to uh, south of France at least three times a year. So it had been a really, really wonderful, you know, stint. And 10 years. I worked with Discovery Channel but I think towards the latter half of my journey there I you know felt uh, things were not motivating me enough to come to work every day you know something I think was not clicking and it seemed like a very big like a task to go every time to work I have I have heard this from a lot of people that going to work becomes or like a task, a thing to do and does not really satisfy you or it's not that what you look forward to. What is it? I mean, I, I've always tried to ask people that can you pinpoint, was there something that happened or a few things which happened which led to this kind of pent up energy, this negative energy towards uh, one's work? I think in my personal uh, case, I would say it was a lot to do with my own, uh, of course, uh, I think I would say now when I look back, I feel it was a little bit of fear that had come in, and uh, a fear of my seniors, I would say, because I think the boss energy somehow was not clicking. And, and I genuinely feel that there was a lot of discouragement at every step, uh, leave alone acknowledgement, 
and leave alone encouragement i mean everything just seemed such a task because this fear had set in at that time because anything i had to ask my senior or my boss it was always with such you know negativity and so much of uh, a fear that why have you done this why have you not done this i think that just made me so underconfident It's very difficult, and I remember there used to be days together where I used to not be, you know, not be able to sleep, and I used to tell my husband that what is this thing, what is this living, and uh, and I think a lot of us keep, you know, working, uh, not finding the real purpose behind why they work, and that I feel is something uh, that made me, you know, go towards taking a break. I think a lot of people have asked me this that why did you you know leave discovery such a great job and such a great place etc etc but I think now I can say so confidently say that it was not working for me I was not liking it it I used to hate going to work and I remember uh, that one fine day without telling my parents or my family i just went and i told my senior there i'm quitting and when i came back everybody was so shocked that are you sure i said no i've put in my papers like i think it was just a uh, like i've saved myself from that breakdown honestly speaking because if i had continued maybe another month or so i swear i would have actually broken down to the level that i may would have you know get medically treated for it because it was not working out for me at all and that's the time i took a sabbatical you know in my life and at that time i had recently gotten married also so i thought let me enjoy this phase of you know being newly married and enjoying you know that time so i thought this is working out for me let me take a break and i want to do this and that's when i you know went in for a sabbatical it was a very big thing for me because i had never thought that in my life i will take a break that i will not earn money like how is that possible i think i three that you know when uh, and i can say that because we all sort of grew up in the same time and space and we uh, you know we were at the threshold of starting our careers uh, at a, and i know what it was when we were what, what wherever we were uh, but you know this whole idea of being independent of earning a living and and doing a job or rather you know um, was sort of ingrained into us or we saw it all around us we thought that having a job and fighting it out there is what life is all about you know and and sort of fitting into the norm of what people expect you to do and you and nobody asks us you know and everybody thinks it's because of the money that you're doing your job but nobody asks you why are you doing that job is it giving you anything more than just a salary at the end of the day you know and i think um, you know so in in storytelling i i i have this very interesting concept called the story in a box okay and i pe- tell people that imagine the four walls of a box and on one side it, i'm i'm going to put you a question which is uh where do you come from okay the next side of the box has another question which is uh, uh you know what did you inherit from your parents right and the third side is uh, do you remember what were you like when you left home and for us leaving home is like when you sort of becoming independent or rather physically leave homes even if you don't leave uh, you know you may leave your parents home to get married or to study or whatever but independent and the fourth one is why do you do what you do today right and uh, for a lot of people these four walls they do not understand how they are connected but looking at you i'm i think you know between the three three sides you reached the fourth which is that why do i do what i do you didn't get an answer at that point of time 
and that's where you decide to snap free yeah i really decided and i think that was one of the best decisions of my life not because where i am today but i think that one year of being on my own and really just you know stepping back because uh, like i said earlier you know we are not living in the day and i think not no better ta- time than right now to realize you know the lockdown i think is giving us that time to really introspect to see that what is the purpose of my life like what the hell am i doing you know so i think uh, it's important to really ask yourself and this your very interesting way that you just you know taught me about the four walls i think one should question because if you don't question it's very easy to continue going on in that monotonous manner right um where how did you find your recipe for joy in in searching for joy or helping other people find joy i'm very curious to know So yeah it was actually I also when I look back now I also find it very interesting that how such a thing came about you know but uh, uh honestly I am a pretty organized person so I would say that I like certain things to be in a certain manner in my house so at no point in time one would see lot of mess and you know lot of uh, you know things being lying around so I like things to be uh, you know decently placed in their right position so which is when at the time of my sabbatical a friend of mine she gifted this book uh, the life changing magic of tidying up by marie kondo and i was so fascinated when i read you know just the i remember just the first page i think i remember and i was so fascinated i said wow things could change just by putting things in order like what the hell is this and i couldn't believe that she had created like a multi millionaire you know like a whole business out of it i said wow this lady must be something so i came back home i remember and i started applying the konmari method which is of that folding vertically putting things in that place and my husband thought that she's lost it she's completely gone mad but i was so fascinated i started watching the videos online i started reading the book and it just made a lot of sense and i think the whole philosophy of asking yourself that does this spark joy i think that resonated with me so much because i felt it's so simple because the purpose of our life is to actually be happy every single day if i'm not being happy every single day then perhaps i'm not you know living in the right manner and the more i researched the more you know i got clarity also because i felt that it's not just physical decluttering because a lot has to eventually do with your mental decluttering and uh, you know a lot of times we seldom acknowledge the fact that clutter can be a problem to other aspects that are you know not moving in your life so uh, even in marie kondo's book she writes that you know a lot of other aspects of your life will open up when you start your decluttering so at that time i was like i don't know what she's trying to say but i remember i decluttered one of my husband's very cluttered shelves and bookshelves and after i did it suddenly he told me that one of his business projects that was stuck for very long opened up and i couldn't believe that you know he came and acknowledged it number one to me and secondly said that it could be because you know you helped me declutter and i had been holding on to this negative energy for such such a long time and because i applied it so uh, you know sincerely in my house i saw a lot of things started changing there were other kind of small small you know deadlocks whether it was amongst relationships in the family and uh, you know other health issues that were not getting you know pinpointed at that time i was able to get clarity over those and that was i would say a direct relation 
uh, when decluttering started happening these things started opening up so uh, that's when i realized i said this is something that is needed in our country also because i felt that india being a young country and like i had been through going into you know just wanting to earn money being independent i felt that people are not you know like relaxing stopping they need to really understand that a lot of it has to do with their physical space why are not people realizing it i'm i'm very i'm 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 when i'm listening to you guys three i'm just thinking that life is a you know an intricate web of so many problems of different kinds you know relationships emotions uh you know uh, things that you want to achieve things that you want to have things that you could not get you know so there are i mean so intricately we are woven with all of these things in our lives and uh, to be looking at it like it's like a very complicated mathematical problem and the simplest answer is just declutter just clean up just remove things which you don't need that don't give you anything in return they don't give you joy simple thing a three little word which actually spells out happiness and it's like so is it so simple to to you know leave out negative energy you know and i'm and i'm quite excited about the the whole the beauty of its simplicity you know it's absolutely so simple and yet it is right there in front of people's eyes and they did not how difficult was it i can imagine you that when you decided to make it into a business uh, and proposition it to your clients i mean i people would have think, thought you to be a very uh, internationally uh, acclaimed uh, housekeeper or what is it you know like somebody will clean come with a vacuum cleaner and clean your do deep cleaning in your house what is it what, what is Yeah, absolutely in fact they used to say this to me and you know they used to say to aap safai karengi to aap karengi kya i was like no it's not about that i said i will help you declutter so they firstly they didn't understand the meaning of declutter you know i think the whole word has just you know gained popularity in the last few years so uh, there was a lot of you know this thing uh, like resistance from the clients and in fact just telling any anybody that i will i am like a like a conmari consultant or i'm like a professional organizer so um, so i think to break through that mindset that what is it that you will actually you know do so i think at that point in time my usual example that i used to really follow is you know that it's like a nutritionist or like a gym instructor that you know that you're supposed to eat healthy food you know that you know certain things are good but you still need a nutritionist to help you guide that make mix this with that and then make that salad out of it and then eat it as a similarly a professional organizer comes and helps you to do that that all your life you know how to organize because as parents as mothers we've been told that you know do this do that put it like this but actually we have not been taught the correct technique so to say i would say or the right method to do it so i said a professional organizer therefore is someone who tells you to do it in the right methodology so uh, that was i think for me a little you know like a stopping point at that time because people used to say what is it she's going to do but i think slowly and steadily and after last year when mari kondo came up with the netflix series uh, i think it was the game changer thankfully for me as well at that time and things then started really really opening up and uh, since then it has been really wonderful it's been almost two and a half years now since joy factory was launched and it's been really like a wonderful journey since then it's been really good but uh, again is it easy to declutter clothes and and throw them out i just want to know how do people respond to this whole idea of decluttering is it easy to let go of things that they've accumulated over a period of time 
ये हमें सब अच्छा लगता है आई सेड यू नो सो लॉर्ड ऑफ टाइम दे आर लाइक हमें जॉय सब में आती है आप वॉट आर यू ट्राइंग टू एक्सप्लेन टू आस दैट दिस जॉय बिजनेस वी आर नॉट अंडरस्टैंडिंग बिकॉज वी लाइक एवरी सिंगल थिंग सो एट दैट टाइम यू नो वन ऑफ द की एस्पेक्ट्स ऑफ माई जॉब इज टू हैव अ लॉट ऑफ पेशेंस ऑनेस्टली स्पीकिंग बिकॉज इट हैज अ लॉट टू डू विद काउंसलिंग एज वेल एंड बिकॉज यू नो देन द क्लाइंट नीड्स टू ट्रस्ट मी इफ आई दे डोंट ट्रस्ट मी दे विल नॉट लेट दैट चेंज टू फ्लो इन एंड इफ दैट चेंज डजेंट फ्लो इन देन दे विल रिमेन इन दैट सिचुएशन सो दैट इज अ टाइम आई यू नो हैव टू really patiently have a listening ear and keep talking to them because i have seen that a lot of times when i'm talking to sometimes with my clients the, if i have estimated like you know four hours with them i sometimes spend up you know eight hours with them because the four hours they are just telling me stories <laughs> you know like this thing was this i wore this at my you know graduation i wore this on my first date and you know say so they just go on and also obviously at that time you can't say that no you know keep quiet what are you talking of course it means a lot to them which is why they have kept it up until now but most of the time you know people don't understand why they are keeping it also a lot of it also is with guilt because a lot of things are gifted to a lot of people so they just keep it that oh it's been gifted to me so i should keep it knowing that they will never wear it still people you know keep uh, you know uh, keeping it but i think when you explain what joy means and when you explain that what is the reason why they should be decluttering so i think the starting point of even telling my clients is that what is your ideal lifestyle what is it that you want to achieve out of doing this decluttering festival so at that time you know the uh, they say that we want to have a pretty house we want to look good so at that time i question them you know so do you see clutter in your ideal lifestyle and they are laughing and they are saying like, no we don't see clutter i said then why do you have clutter today why do you have clutter right now if you don't see it in your ideal lifestyle so it's important to make them understand that you're not living for something in the future you're living for something in the present you know in fact one of my clients she had uh, there were a like a a couple uh, would be i think in their 60s uh, like our parents age uh, approximately and both their daughters hadn't gotten married and i was doing the decluttering festival for the lady and uh, she took out 10 noritaki new sets and i said uh, aunty why do you have new she like wo jab guests aayenge na tab hum use karenge i said kaun se guests aur kab aayenge and she started laughing she like ha wo aate to hai nahi so i said then why are you keeping all of these so then she said i should give it away na so i said yeah you should i mean give it to someone it will spark joy in someone else's life why are you keeping it for yourself so then she did you know with courage in her heart she gave away about seven of them to an ngo and three new ones she kept and now she uses them every fortnight and she clicks a picture and sends it to me saying that now both are my husband and i eat in the new noritaki sets so i think that you know is very interesting because people realize that actually we are living and should be living for ourselves why are we living for things that are going to happen or have not happened up until now but we are waiting that they will happen so i think these kind of people and that's majority of our country you know that they are living for something else and they are living for that something some day will happen it doesn't happen no so in fact one more client of mine she was a little difficult one and uh, uh, i did her she was uh, they uh, you know uh, she lived in uh, in chatarpur somewhere 
and it was a family of uh, she lived in a joint family but her family was a family of four and at that time i explained to her what you know the konmari philosophy is what spark joy means and all and she was very like acha ha okay whatever and she was really doing it very like in a robotic manner okay doing this doing that and i was explaining to her what sparks joy i said your life will open up you'll get to know what i'm talking about and she was like yeah yeah whatever so two sessions with her and I, it was done so then and i felt that she was not happy like at the end of it and she was like okay let's finish it off try after 3 months she called me and uh, i was in calcutta i remember and she called me she said uh, i want to tell you something gayatri i said i thought you know she's going to say that what has what have you done and she called and she said i i really want to say thank you to you because all that you said to me that time is now coming true i'm seeing my life opening up i'm seeing so many things changing i feel a very happy vibe in the house there's a different energy So I just want to say thank you for telling me all those things because at that time I resisted so much but now I actually feel and believe whatever you said was true. I think that was like a stamp for me because I felt wow this is really making sense. It's true so for it's people okay. also isn't it? It's true for people also. Like oh, if yes. yeah, I mean you're in a relationship. You're you don't you don't find joy in it, right? Your idea of joy is not your partner's idea of joy or with anyone else's idea of joy. So you need to snap out of that of that uh, life. Yeah, that. And actually, I think after one does their decluttering journey, you get that kind of confidence to be able to then realize that actually, yeah, I should be just keeping things or being with things that make me happy. Which is why I think the Conmari philosophy has also become so world famous because it's not just you know limited. to physical things yeah objects it's a lot to do with other aspects which is why if a joy uh, if a job doesn't give you you know happiness then you snap out of it if maybe you know relationship doesn't spark joy for you then you snap out of it that's 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 very important tell me i i heard your ted talk and i i could sense in it that there was a slight hint that doing this kind of work of walking into people's homes in their lives picking up objects which have energies in them and we all know that anything even for walls even if people's living there 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 is a certain energy like in india we have the vastu which is like a a big uh, thing in our philosophy already so uh, working walking into people's lives into their homes touching people's objects how how difficult is it for you what does it do to you so uh, i think when i you know go to people's homes uh, and trust me ritu some of the homes are not nice okay like with all due respect i not nice in the sense that they are so cluttered that it you know it just overwhelms you to the point like oh my god and you know those are people who feel that there's nothing wrong with their home you know and i remember going to one client's house and she's telling me aap aaiye baithiye imagine there was no place to sit even in the sofas in the living room because everything had clothes papers newspapers everything and it was for normal for her like it was such a matter of fact ha so like what's the big deal isko hata ke baith jaiye you know so i was just thinking that people actually don't realize how much of clutter they are living in and uh, so i think there are times when i go to people's home and i'm like 
oh god why did i start this work you know who asked me to do this mama was right or papa was right please <laughs> used to say mat karna ye but i think that's just for a split second because you just get overwhelmed to see how much stuff there is but i think because there is so much stuff uh, at that time i also feel that there is the scope of them seeing the transformation will be so immense and their life will change so dramatically that i really want to go out there and help them immediately uh i think to answer that question of what it feels you know to have these energies you know when you you know touch them and all so i you know honestly when i come back after my decluttering you know journeys and uh, festivals where i've finished finished with clients i also do a lot of meditation i do a lot of meditation not just obviously for myself but to you know help my clients also cleanse because it's not easy to let go and in india i feel it's even more difficult because the level of attachment is very high considering that we all you know are still belonging to joint family system you know we still have things from our ancestors from our partition days from great grandparents so lot of hand me downs are still in our country so i know that it's not just one person's uh, resistance to that there are a lot of multiple in laws and people working on saying that no no you can't throw this no no you can't do this so i therefore try not just to have um, you know this physical act of decluttering i try and come back and really chant and meditate so that i am able to give in positive energy to these homes that i am decluttering because it's important for them to get spiritually uplifted as well and once that happens i feel that i am also able to also let go of that you know so to say negative energy that comes attached with so much negative clutter that's lying around people's homes so that is my way of you know letting go when i come back from people's home i remember i worked with one client she was a very severe case of ocd her condition was very severe that she used to wash her hands at least 100 times a day very very difficult you know uh, client but i think for for her she used to always feel that anything she touches is dirty so for her she that's why i called me because she used to feel that maybe she, she, through me she will do you know that part of decluttering so i used to really help her and with her i remember spending 8 to 10 hours just sitting and talking because for her it was just a way of just talking and letting go by just telling me her stories her childhood and you know all of that and eventually she did enter a rehab and she recovered from there and you know now when her mother calls and tells me that how well she is coping all is well over there it's very very gratifying because then you just feel ki it's not just limited to you know just this whole aspect of physical transformation but is actually helping somebody to you know uh, change from deep within it's a medical issue which is getting you know transformed with such a simple act of tidying or decluttering But now tell me, Gayatri. Now that people are working from home, right? You and I are also working from home. Our businesses are running from home, and we are trying to reach out to clients. But otherwise, people who are so used to going out and working, and then now their workspace and their home, uh, you know, uh, working space and their home is sort of coming together. How are you know? Is it difficult for people right now? What What do you think is happening? So uh, yeah, I think. it is difficult in the sense that people are not used to working uh, you know from home but uh, i think when people are now calling they you know they they call and tell us uh, they like they ask me that tell me how can i create like a effective workspace in the house now and the only thing you know that i tell them is that identify your favorite spot in the house because again that will make you be, be happy because you know if your 
uh, going to a place in the house which is not giving you joy or not your favorite place then your productivity will not be high now people when they call me i think they are realizing this aspect that it's so important to be present in the you know current time especially because the current time is making you feel so low so anxious so you know different kind of emotions are coming in so i think they are like okay now tell us what is the best way to feel good right now and these are the small aspects that make you eventually feel you know good about things so a lot of changes are now happening uh since the lockdown has happened so yeah that that that, that brings me to that question that uh, has how is business right now what is your idea of work changing during covid because you physically go into spaces and and um, and and uh, transform people's homes right so now you're not going to be doing that so how is that working out so that is actually now unfortunately or rather fortunately i would say has turned into virtual consultations for me but uh, uh, it's also helping people right now because i think they are they have so much time uh, on them now that they are realizing that okay this is the time that you, they used to always complain that they didn't have so may as well you know work out the best right now which is why people are now uh, you know reaching out to me and wanting to learn the correct techniques on how to declutter how to do it in the right manner because uh, this time is helping them really really you know declutter in the right manner so i am really consulting with a lot of private organizations lot of ladies organizations lot of one on one consultations that are taking place and uh, in in fact i would say it is good in a way because uh, for me joy factory uh, or the time in the lockdown has not been affected so drastically as i would say other businesses in fact it has favored me because people are now actually reaching out to say okay just help us because we want to become happy and we want things to get decluttered from our homes i i really like that fact that people are now saying that i want to be happy and i want to find happiness in in everything uh, just one one question which i had just thought of right now which is men or women who are easy to work with when it comes to decluttering <laughs> who are easy you know do, do men articulate joy better or women articulate joy better it's actually both honestly but uh, i think with women uh, there's you know sense of attachment to uh, is just too much so it's very difficult to uh, you know like crack through that but uh, i think uh, in decluttering the interesting part is that both uh, you know partners or both uh, people i would say really work because the woman is obviously the one taking decision on you know what should keep what not should be kept but the man is the one who Who's going to flesh out the money to you know make this thing happen for the to, for the wife? So I think they both need to have that uh, you know synchronization to take place. But uh, I think to answer your question, I think women are little more difficult, honestly, because they find everything makes them happy. So please don't tell me what needs to be done. So that level of attachment uh, is too high for women. looking at you uh, gayatri while you're talking about joy factory about talking about uh, your work um, you know i can see that spark in your eyes and it's so heartwarming that you know i can totally resonate with what what you're doing and the sense of joy that you get from your work because that's what even i get from my work right and um, so this takes me to this other japanese very interesting philosophy of ikigai that you know uh, is there something that you can do every day of your life 
which drives you which the world needs and uh, you're happy to do it that's the one there's one thing that makes you get out of bed every day uh you know how has this work you know manufacturing joy for people or helping people manufacture it in their hands uh transformed you as a person so i think uh the one thing that i really feel has that has really changed for me is uh, accepting me the way i am i think all this while perhaps i would say there was this whole thing of wanting to be someone or wanting to emulate someone or just i think in being not comfortable in your own shoes but i think since i have realized you know, what spark joy is and what sparked joy for me i think that i have become very comfortable in who gayatri is and i think that gives me so much satisfaction and i'm so much of you know at ease with myself that uh, and i feel that therefore i'm able to perform a lot better just the way i am because i know that i wasn't someone maybe 10 years ago or maybe 15 years ago because uh I think it's also because how one is brought up and how the competition in our country or the whole peer pressure is so high that there is very low acceptance of who you are there is there's a lot of judgment that takes place but I think since I started my konmari journey I have come to really be okay with who I am and I think that makes me very very good and makes me feel very very confident of I am and since the time i have started feeling like this i feel there a lot of recognition has therefore come to me very automatically i think this whole spark joy philosophy for me has been so transforming only for the simple fact that i love myself now the way i am and i love what i do which is why i think that whole motivation to wake up every single day and just you know be out there to help out people in you know creating joy for them it's so gratifying and satisfying i can't even begin to tell you thank you gayatri i had a wonderful time talking to you i didn't realize that talking about joy can also bring so much of joy and yes. like i keep going back to that small thing that you know joy can be manufactured you don't need to get materials to give you joy you know having it it's there in your own hands you can experience it by even giving away something that you don't need right now so absolutely yeah so that's it give it away to somebody who needs it more than you give joy to get more joy i think that's the philosophy so uh, thank you so much thank you thank you i have really enjoyed really talking to you ritu and i thank you so much for this interaction and this opportunity i really feel people like you know you and us if we come together we can really bring you know joy and happiness to a lot of people around there so i think thank you so much for having me with you friends talk they can talk for hours and that's what happened to both of us i showed gayatri a 20 year old rusty trophy that sits on my son's study desk the trophy has a story and i wanted to explore if it truly sparked joy in me gayatri helped me out and she can help you out too So head over to your story bag Instagram page to look at our exclusive video chat where Gayatri helps me understand the concept of joy in an object and helps you spark joy at times of covid chin up cuz you heard it from Gayatri 
the key to happiness is in your own hands. Our COVID-19 stories is an attempt to document the positive stories that are around us. It is an attempt to make sense of the story that we are living now. You, me, and everyone on this planet. It is an attempt to live in the moment, to look at life with optimism, to work on our relationships and find happiness in simple joys. Because this is the story that we are living now. We are trapped in a narrative. It's up to us to become the heroes or the victims in this story of our lives. So join me as I go along extracting stories around ideas of family, heart, relationships, work, desires, dreams and life that unites us all. If you have a story to tell, drop me a line at contact at yourstorybag.com. You can also connect with me and Your Story Bag on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. So until the next story, happy storytelling.